0: can't be right. You are officially a stray.
1: That would mean Doug doesn't love me. Poor little guy. I should probably talk to him. I am a therapy dog. Rich, you can learn how beautiful it can be when you're off the leash. And how much trouble can four adorable dogs get into anyway? Let's find out, shall we? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Forever Fangirls podcast. I'm Sheila Amato and you can find me and my wife on our website at foreverfangirls.com.
0: And I'm Kimberly Amato, and you can pretty much find us on all the socials with the same handle at Forever Fan Pod. We are
1: your hosts, and we thank you for joining us.
0: As you heard from the trailer, we're going to be reviewing the R-rated doggy movie, Strays. Yep. Someone let the dogs out. (laughs) You were just waiting to say that, weren't you?
1: Yes, I was. Was it good?
0: Just just go. Okay. I gave you the applause. All right, right, cool. (laughs)
1: Um, so we will be discussing themes and major plot points of Strays. So if you listen past the banter, you will be spoiled if you have not seen the movie yet.
0: I started early again. Uh, that's okay,
1: um, because as we're recording this, we're getting ready to fly out for our last beach time of the summer. So we're a little frazzled, but that's okay.
0: Yeah, there's so much to do. I'm I'm running on two hours of sleep. Was it technically like a nap? Uh, Could you, it be like a nap? Or probably probably was it a nap. Sleep.
1: Eh, I don't know, but um, anyway. Since you still have a lot of packing to do, we're just going to go straight into the discussion, okay?
0: Super short banter. Okay, cool. Just a reminder, at the time of this recording, the Writers Guild of America and SAG-AFTRA continue to be on strike. As we are a review podcast independent of all studios, we do continue to operate as normal reviewing films, but we do want to make it clear that uh, we 100% emphatically support the unions to get a fair deal Now, the synopsis from IMDb for strays is, an abandoned dog teams up with other strays to get revenge on his former owner. Wow, that's short. Uh, Yeah, because
1: the premise is very simple here. Doug, the human, wants to get rid of Reggie, and instead of going to the shelter, he dumps Reggie in far-off places, feigning to play catch. So Reggie thinks it's a game, and so he keeps going back to Doug. And then Doug drives, finally, three hours away, far away enough, that Reggie can't find his way home. And then he meets Bug, Maggie, and Hunter, three other dogs. And the four become good pals and help Reggie understand that Doug hasn't been good to him. They help Reggie find his way back to Doug to get revenge. What that revenge is, we can't say here, since we are not an R-rated show.
0: Yeah, I don't want to hold that button all
1: show. No, right? So, okay. Anyway, let's start with the good, shall we? Sure, go for it. Okay. I mean, the cast... And the premise behind this was actually an interesting one because I think this is the first R-rated dog movie that we've seen.
0: Yeah, I can't think of one in my head of an R-rated talking dog movie. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Babe kind of opened the world of the, you know, um, animals with the talking CGI right. mounts. And, um, Personifying Yeah, and, humans and giving them a voice. And mm-hmm. I think it was adorable and... Um, I like the idea. I like the names attached to it. Mm-hmm. I thought the animation was good. It didn't look, you know, weak. Right. And I mean, this is about dogs. The dogs are so cute. Puppies. Yeah. Did you puppies.
1: And we have a little Boston Terrier. So it was like, we had to see it. Yeah, except.
0: Bug wasn't as gray as our puppy is. I, ugh, our puppy is 16. 15. She will be 16 in this. No, she will be 15 in oh. September.
1: Why am I thinking she's 16? You oh. can't math. Um, no, because <laughs> apparently I'm also sleep deprived. So
0: it's but all anyway, good. You know, they, they, yes, it is all good. The cast was was um, a good list. I mean, I like their voiceover animation. Mm-hmm. So they did a good job with what they had. You know, it's, it's interesting for me seeing how normally, like, with, like, Babe and all these other movies, you just kind of get human interaction with the animal, right? So you get, like, this weird overview from the outside looking in, whereas this film sort of sh- uh, shifted between the outside looking in and then you would see their perspective, like, mm-hmm. in the, uh, the the carnival with the fireworks. Yeah, that when was they very started interesting. It was because, you know, both of our dogs did not do well in fireworks. No, so- they go shaking in the corner. Mm-hmm. like, ah! Our dog now currently can no longer hear very well. So she sleeps through them. Mm -hmm. But her entire life, whenever there were fireworks, she would, you know, you could be in the basement to hide and it would still she'd shake like a leaf. So they really do juxtapose that where, you know, the dogs are talking about how it's like, oh, my God, there's like bombs dropping. What is that? They're going to get us. And they freak out. Right. Because to them, you know, they have such good hearing that it's amplified.
1: That's like the. The dogs are cute.
0: Yes. I know you said that, but there you go. I edited it again to
1: give it an extra good. Anyway, I was going to go into the themes for this. Because I think we've <laughs> covered all the good. Right? <laughs> uh, oh
0: man, I feel so bad.
1: Anyway, so what are the themes here? I mean, the biggest thing here is that Doug really is not a good human. Doug is a meanie. Mm-hmm. And he classically used the dog to get back at his
0: ex. You notice that, right, yeah, people forget that animals are you know living, breathing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you know when when she goes to grab the dog and says, "You don't even like Reggie, mm-hmm. he goes, "Well, I don't care about him, but you can't have him, and that's what matters,
1: yeah, it's like uh so you really? condemn
0: the dog to a horrible life
1: mm-hmm.
0: because of your anger because you know, oh wait, Doug cheated on her, yeah."
1: And he put all of the hatred and vitriol on the dog
0: when it was really his own actions that put him there. Well, that leads into the lack of responsibility, huh mm-hmm. That's That's one interesting theme throughout this is that Doug does not like take any responsibility for anything. Yeah. He's a cheater, he you know, uh, he smokes mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he does drugs. He does can, drugs. There you go, we that. can say that. Um, every day basically. And then he um watches videos mm-hmm. and stuff. Yes. I'm so <laughs> struggling here. Wow, this is weird. Um <laughs> Look, he does a lot of stuff we can't cover in the podcast. Let's just leave it like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. But in the end, it's like you know when Reggie is sitting telling him, you know, you're really not a good guy, and it just. And then they cut to Doug and all Doug's hearing is, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which again is funny to me because it's more Reggie letting go than it is Doug actually hearing. And accepting his guilt, because some people are never going to change, no matter how much you talk to them. It's like the Peanuts teacher, wah, 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 They're never going to accept their fault. They're never going to accept their responsibility. And it's up to you as a human being to just, or, you know, a living, breathing animal to just suck it up and walk away, because they're not worth it anymore.
1: And the irony is that he was, Reggie was trying to leave, but Doug didn't understand that.
0: yeah. And yeah, then and then Doug the c- tried to keep him there and was basically like, you know what, that's it. And then Doug was going to exact um, his revenge. His justice, I guess. Mm, on and then well, let's just say that who let the dogs in.
1: Yeah. Reggie's friends came to the rescue and, ta- da- 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 and Yeah, that that basically had the climactic effect.
0: Yeah, of things we cannot discuss here. <laughs> But I'm sure other people and the trailer will give it away, right? Oh my goodness! Anyway, yeah. But you know, seriously though, we need to be held accountable for what we do, right? Mm-hmm. But we also need to accept responsibility for what we do. And even Bug doesn't want to accept that when the girl stepped on him, she bit him in response. It was a natural response. It was not Bu- something bug, bug, bit bug the dog, girl. the Boston, yes. bit the girl. Yeah, bit her on the ankle. Yeah. Um, it. You know, she stepped on him. It was just a really bad mistake. But instead of taking responsibility that he did something in a reaction, just like human beings say something or do something that we regret because we don't really believe it or feel it. It's just we're angry and the idea is we we lash out in whatever way we know will hurt you. Mm -hmm. An animal, unfortunately, cannot speak. So it's either they're going to claw you or they're going to bite you. Right. And at the end, he even takes responsibility and forgives himself for what he's done, forgives Emma for sending them to the shelter. Or actually, to be put down because a dog that bites usually is put down. Right, and he he accepts a new home. Right, it it, it allows him to move on as well to open so, his heart again, right. and that's because he allowed Reggie and everybody to to show him what real love is. Right. Although I'm sorry, no peeing in a circle. No, no. That whole can we <laughs> pee on each other? Because what circle you pee, pee is yeah. It was the the circle pee was all the dogs peed on each other because they said if you pee on something, it's yours. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. technically it kind of is, right? Yeah, cuz I'm I'm not touching it when it's yeah. Blah,
1: blah, blah. Um, so the other theme here that I think that is important to mention is that it does highlight that adopting a dog is preferable to buying them from a puppy mill, right? Yeah, I think that goes into
0: accountability, right? Because, you know, humans really if you think about it, I'm sorry to cut you off, but like legally if you abuse a dog or dump a dog or whatever, it is so hard to find you number one. But number two, the laws are so weak. Yeah, because they're they're There's, dogs, they're an, they're, they're animals, animals. You know, and the thing is you've you've purchased this from a breeder. You made the decision to get this dog.
1: Yeah. I mean a lot of people buy a dog without understanding how to take care of the dog, mm-hmm. it doesn't understand what kind of um, you know, what personality the dog has. And when faced with that reality that, you know, the dog is really not cute, they look cute, mm-hmm. but they're not cute because of all the work behind it, then that's when people bail. And it's not the dog's fault.
0: No. I love my puppies and, and I do everything and anything. And yes, it's it is a full-time responsibility, but mm-hmm. I would not trade a moment of it for the world. I really wouldn't. Yeah.
1: I mean, they give their love unconditionally, so... You love
0: them for a portion of your life; they love you for the entirety of theirs. Right. So, okay. Um, I think we've made our point there. Any other good?
1: (laughs) Sadly, no. All right. So let's. I'm sorry, I had to. I've been waiting to use that sound effect. Uh, Oh my goodness! So far. Anyway, okay. So let us talk about the bad then. The
0: story is paper thin. Of course, it is. I think it was. And maybe I'm wrong, but because there was no human counterparts to kind of carry or create more depth uh-huh. or or whatnot, it was it felt like a one trick pony. Mm. Every other animal movie, I guess, has humans or they have other animals. I mean, Lion King has like ten, you know, million animals uh-huh. that you could there's just there's more depth there and this was Doug is bad. I will beep, 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 beep. <laughs> yes, I sound like the backing up of a vehicle, but you get the point. Um and that's it. Right. Yeah,
1: I guess that's why for me anyway. The the story seemed very slow at the very beginning, and I was like, okay, so when is the action happening? Right, yeah. there was the action of Doug trying to get rid of Reggie, mm-hmm. and then it was like a lull for, and maybe it was just me. It felt long, but maybe yeah. it wasn't.
0: No, um, no, it was long. Okay, it, I I found myself looking at my watch, going, hmm. Okay. Did you feel like it was just one really long trailer?
1: Yes. At one point. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, so,
0: okay, like I saw all the stuff from the trailer and I'm like... At least okay. they used... Right? All of the stuff from
1: the trailer in the movie. We can actually say <laughs> the
0: best parts were in the trailer because it was in the movie. Yeah, that's, that's, that's happened a lot recently.
1: Yeah. So, I'm like, you know, points for them on that. Kudos
0: there. We'll give you a half a star on that one. Ah.
1: <laughs> because it's so raunchy, I mean, there's some... There's some points during the movie where it was kind of funny. But Mm -hmm. overall, I didn't think it was funny. It was like really crude,
0: right? There were moments that were the crudeness was when it first hits you and you chuckle. Mm -hmm. But I think the problem for me was it was the same crude humor over and over and over again.
1: Like really gross bathroom jokes.
0: Yeah. Um, And again, when you don't have development of characters and emotional connection... It's basically just that. Mm. So, Although I have to say, they, they did have, and maybe this
1: should be the good, um, or maybe the cute, they, they did have a connection with the
0: mailman. That's the devil in the sky. I, I, I thought to, that was cute. Actually. That was cute. Yeah, no, we've got it. So let's just go right into the cute. Okay. It's, it's how they dealt with the, the postman. It's like the devil in the sky. And at the end, <laughs> Bug is um, with his new home. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is running to the fence. And they're like, yeah, we see you. Don't you dare come in here. We're going to get you. <laughs> I know. I'm like, and then the, the mailman's like, oh, they're really uh, lively today. <laughs> they're so active. They're so cute.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Um, um, the the losing uh, hunter has mm-hmm, a cone, mm-hmm. and I in the beginning I actually thought it was because he had an injury or something like that. And he actually was saying, "No, I I have the cone for security. It's like yeah. a a security blanket for him, and it's because of his insecurities. And he doesn't he doesn't really have a voice, right? right. So I thought it was adorable, and and somewhat a good theme as well. When he finds his people, Mm -hmm. he can shed that cone because he can find himself and comfort in himself in order to stand up and defend them, defend himself and be happy. Well,
1: I was actually thinking that he got rid of the cone because Reggie was in trouble. And so it wasn't for him. He was standing up for his friend. But I guess it's. it's I I kind of took similar. it. I
0: took it as he had realized what love was from friends mm-hmm. and had the support group he needed to where he felt safe enough to do something. Because yeah. in the beginning, when the other dog would say something negative to him or his friends, Hunter did nothing. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a cute and, a, and in some way a good theme. Um, he also he can't howl. <laughs> So they all start that howling. That was actually
1: really funny. Yeah. No that. matter
0: how many times he does it, he's like howling, howling. <laughs> that was cute. I liked Hunter. I think Hunter more so, I guess, was the comedy, like the comedic relief. Yeah. So that was,
1: you know. No, because he's, he's a big dog. I don't even know what breed. He's, he's dog a vet, big, that huge lap
0: dog, basically.
1: Yeah. I'm like, oh. And it it personifies what, at least I think of of big dogs like that where they think Mm -hmm. they're lap dogs yeah you know
0: so just so cute so one of the things I absolutely love because of me being a writer Mm. there in the carnival section there's a dog and they're asking the dog hey do you know where this is whatever do you know what's going on and the dog is like yes he looked at her and maybe she will love him and be nice to him because I am here. And he's like, oh, damn, it's one of those narrating dogs. <laughs> no one can hear you narrating. No human can be in your head. No one knows what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, his owner is flirting with this woman who he just saw. And mm-hmm. he used the dog to get her connected. Mm-hmm. And so Bug and, and Reggie walk away going, stupid, narrating dog. And then the narrating goes, is, he's right. No one can hear what's going on in my head. Just like no one knows that my owner is a serial killer. (laughs) And I was just like, Oh, great. That to me was like a great Uh, joke. Yeah. And hysterically funny to me. And I think the narrating dog comes back in the end as well Mm -hmm. for like a cameo. But that to me, that was a good joke. And I wish they had more like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I did laugh out loud with that scene. Um, Speaking of uh, chocolate. Oh, man. You're going there. <laughs> You're going there. Well, it was a very big thing in the movie. That really? Anyway, apparently dogs think that chocolate is made out of dog poop because they can't have it.
0: They can't have it and uh, because the owners constantly pick it up. Mm. So because they pick it up, they want to know what they do with it. They, so they pick think, up the poop. They pick not, up the poop, not the chocolate. Yeah, not the chocolate. <laughs> they pick up the poop. So Bug says, "Yeah, look at that. Look at that. They they take they take so much good care of us. They love our poop. But I think it's chocolate because we're not allowed to have it, and they, they you know they eat it all the time. Yeah, it's like uh no. It's like no. God. <laughs> that, that was that was something I will. Uh, that's something that was good in a sense of that weird humor throughout mm-hmm. that." Again, they had some great ideas. They just couldn't execute all the way through. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, anyway. Yeah.
1: Now, speaking of Bug, I mean, he actually did find the, the missing Girl Scout, right? In, in the movie, they come across other search dogs searching for a lost Girl police Scout. Police dogs. Yes, police dogs. And so Bug actually was the one who found the missing Girl Scout or... Maybe it was the other way around. Maybe I think it was he the girl was lost Scout and
0: she she came out him. to see him. Yeah, because he right. was on there and he was shaking and scared, and she came out and was like, well, "You're lost too." And then she right. sat down on the rock, like all upset, because even the dog won't help her.
1: Right. So you know, and we had mentioned this earlier that because Bug can let go of the past and accept his responsibility, then he was able to go back and find his forever human slash home. So. Mm-hmm. And have a couch. that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I can't say a lot. Oh, my God. Something that was also kind of cute that I liked, that Mm. some movies have kind of gotten away from, Mm. is they show the where are they now, like Mm. what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And it somewhat saddened me that Reggie has to continue to help all of these abandoned dogs.
1: Right, which is why we were talking about, you know, really... There's so many other dogs there. You yeah. don't need to really get it from a breeder
0: or from, or from a from puppy mill. But yeah, it's it's so it's so sad because it's such a reality. Mm-hmm. And I know they tried to end it with like a high note of how he's helping them thrive on the streets, but they shouldn't have to.
1: No, but the the point is, he's still very good friends with Bug, and mm-hmm. so he now has a more healthy environment. He has a balance. He has a balance. And the Girl Scout, I don't remember her name, um, has a brother. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, maybe Reggie will become uh, the little brother's
0: pet. Maybe. Maybe he chooses not to.
1: Yeah. But
0: again, it's just one of those things where he shows that no matter what happens, the cycle continues over and over and over again because of humanity being what it is. Right. Exactly. So it's it's kind of you know a sad note, but also it's somewhat realistic. hopeful. Yeah, it's realistic. It's somewhat hopeful because you see Bug um, doing well. You see um, Maggie, who could catch a scent and did amazing. Ends mm-hmm. up being a police dog, and of course the cute little dogs that are um, for the Instagram famous. They're mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I tilted my head and it was so cute. <laughs> And Maggie was just way too smart for them, and so the uh, previous owner goes, "Oh, I like the clothes you put her in." Mm -hmm. And the police officer's like, "It's a uniform. Yep, she's working. Yep." Oh, and Maggie and Hunter got together. I
1: said they got together.
0: Uh.
1: All right, so I guess that is our discussion then of strays. Yes. Yes. All right, so let us now. Do our forever fangirls rating. Drum roll, please. We rate Strays 2.5 stars. And we (sighs) do agree on this rating.
0: I I wish it could be better. Mm. I really do. I think it had uh, excellent points. I think it had great underlying themes. But if I'm being honest, did I really expect more? I don't know. Did you? That trailer? Did you? No. The dogs, look, they, All right. this is this is basically what you see from the trailer and what you get in the film. The dog is abandoned. The dog exacts revenge. And then they all live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. The dogs are cute. It's a fun night out with our little group. You know, we, we went to the film, uh, to the movies with a bunch of people. It was fun. But would I watch it again unless there was nothing else I was interested in? No. <laughs> well, at least you're honest. I, I mean, you know what I might do? I might just wait to the end. You know like you can you can keep the channel like or you can fast forward on stream. That's mm-hmm. what I would do. I would just watch the ending again cuz you know, why not? Okay. But other than that, I'd say go see Barbie and wait for this on streaming.
1: There you go. I mean, I felt the same way. You know, the, like we were talking about the trailer did its job because when we saw the trailer itself, it was so hilarious that we were like, "Oh my god, we are seeing that movie," right? Not only because it had dogs, but it was just a different take. And then the mushrooms and the bunnies happen.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Which we know
1: nothing about. We know nothing about. Anyway, I didn't expect it to be so crude and cringeworthy, so I focused on how adorable the dogs were when they weren't attacking the rabbits. Listen, y'all. Stop bringing
0: up the rabbits. (laughs) We know nothing about. Stop bringing up the rabbits. (laughs) Okay. We don't talk about bunnies. No, 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 no. We don't talk about bunnies. Well, that's our show, folks. Oh, my god. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> no. Um, as always, thank you to our sponsor, Kindness Untamed. Don't forget to visit the store at kindnessuntamed.com and let them know that you heard of them through the Forever Fangirls podcast. We appreciate you tuning in and listening to our discussion about the movie Strays. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.
1: And until next time, stay safe. Be kind and remember, animals, especially domesticated dogs and cats, give unconditional love to their humans and help us through life's many, many challenges. They deserve as much, if not more, from us in return.